So hey there, friends, and welcome to this Tuesday tidbit edition of Self Kind with me, Erica Webb. (laughs) So today we are diving into a tidbit, which is a small little conversation around one particular topic. And today that is the inner critic and why, if you haven't yet looked towards your inner critic as one of the reasons why you might be experiencing persistent tension, aches and pains, you might want to because it holds a lot of power. And we're going to talk about that today. Hi, and welcome to Self Kind with me, Erica Webb. This is a podcast about what it means to be, live and move through a lens of self-kindness. We'll look at the ways self-kindness can underpin our practices in movement, mindfulness and mindset to support us to be and do the things we so desire in the world. I'm thrilled you're here. Let's get into the show. All right, so the inner critic. We all have one. It's not without its benefit, right? But do you have a sense of how much it impacts your physical body and the way that you feel? I think so often we think of the inner critic as being this thing that just simply lives in our head and it kind of pops up when we do not as good a job as we'd like to, or we say something stupid or we forget something or whatever the case may be. And sometimes it can feel like it makes it hard to like ourselves as much as we'd like to. Sometimes it makes it feel as though we're kind of coming up against a brick wall that is ourselves, right? A lot of the time. And so we kind of can confine this idea of the inner critic to being something that just affects our mental experience, right? Our experience of being in our own mind. However, the impact that that inner critic has on your body is huge. And I think often a missing piece for anyone who's dealing with persistent aches and pains, anybody who's dealing with persistent tension, anyone who's dealing with chronic stress and is like, everything I try doesn't work or it doesn't last, right? So I want to talk today about why, if that's happening for you, you might want to look towards your inner critic and use one of the tools that I'm going to share with you to see if it makes a difference over time, right? Fortunately, unfortunately, I should say it's not a magic wand. It doesn't work in two seconds, but it is absolutely life-changing if you're willing to give it a go. So inner critic, I want you to imagine for a second, and we've talked about this before, so you might be like, I've heard you say this, but I wonder if you've gone and given the next bits a try. So, because it took me a long time, right? This actually took me a really long time to be like, okay, let's try. So, Saying it once, hearing it once, usually for most of us, it's not enough. So we'll just keep talking about it, right? So imagine somebody comes up and, you know, decides to tell you everything throughout your whole entire day that you did wrong or not good enough or just kind of like, you know, missed missed the mark on all the ways that you look stupid, all the ways that you said the wrong thing, all the ways that you didn't do enough, all the ways that you uh, – you would have a physical reaction to that, right? You'd have a mental reaction too. You'd think something, you might say something, but you would also have a very physical, real reaction to that. You would probably hear your, hear, maybe hear, probably feel though, your heart rate increase, your belly start to churn, your muscles get tight. Now there is no difference between somebody saying that to you on the outside and you saying that to yourself on the inside in terms of how your body is going to respond. The thing is that most of us are so used to our internal critic that we just let it run, right? We just let it do its thing. We're like, I am, whatever. We might not even notice that it's happening. It's just kind of what the inner landscape is like. We notice it when someone else does it because it's like, hang on, what? But when it's coming from the inside, it might be so familiar 
that we're not even always aware that it's happening, but our body knows. Your body always, always knows. And so it is having this impact of creating tension because tension is part of that response to stress, right? Because maybe we need to fight. Maybe we need to run. Maybe we need to like lie down and pretend that we're um, immobile so that we don't get eaten, whatever the case may be. And so we often are perpetuating the tension in our body through the way that we think about ourselves. And I say that with so much compassion and love because I've been there and I continue to be there in certain ways still. And I say it in a way that I hope you can understand that it's not a a blame, right? Like we all do this. And so it's not a reason to then criticize yourself more because you're like, huh, I'm doing this and this is bad. And so I'm still the worst, right? It's not that. It's shining a little bit of light somewhere so we can be like, oh, this is interesting. I see what I'm doing. So I want to share three quick little antidotes to that inner critic so that if you're like, ah, yeah, you might be right, actually. It's quite possible that the way that I'm talking to myself is impacting how I feel. You can give them a try and see how it goes. So the first one, the first one is self-compassion. It might feel weird to meet yourself with compassion if you've never done it before. So often people are like, oh, this feels strange. This feels uncomfortable. This is unfamiliar. And yes, it does kind of feel a bit silly sometimes and a bit weird. But meeting yourself with the compassion to say, wow, I'm, I'm, I'm struggling, right? Like I am suffering in some way right now. I feel like I didn't measure up. I feel like I didn't do enough can be really, really powerful. Because we won't necessarily stop the inner critic from having its say, but we can interrupt it and meet it with compassion. And it makes a huge difference. The second part is acknowledging what we're doing, right? So actually getting a little bit of space, a little bit of distance between us and our self-critical thoughts. (laughs) So that might look like something as simple as saying, oh, I'm having the thought that I didn't do enough today. That's interesting. Oh, I'm having the thought that the fact that I spent six hours at work and everybody else spent eight means that I'm lazy and somehow not good enough. Huh, that's interesting. And we say these things to ourselves through that lens of like, huh, isn't that interesting? That's very curious that I'm having that thought. Not as a blame game, but as a way of like, putting it kind of just outside of ourselves and being like, oh, that's interesting. That's the thought I'm having. And we might start to notice a pattern. And that pattern noticing can be really powerful because we'll be like, oh, I seem to have a bit of a story about how I'm kind of lazy, but maybe I'm just tired and I need to rest. Or maybe I don't love what I'm doing and I need to think about how to find more joy. So getting that little bit of space can be incredibly powerful. And then the third part is to move your body regularly. That stress that we kind of kick off by criticizing ourselves or being criticized or, you know, just living a a human life, um, it has to go somewhere. And so moving your body regularly, whether it be pausing to to move the bit that's sore, right? Shoulder circles, uh, getting up, doing some jumping jacks, getting up and, you know, having a few big breaths, getting up. One of the things that I uh, have sometimes done with my kids is like pretending to try to push over a wall and like really using your force when you're feeling frustrated, Giving your body opportunities to outlet feelings is really valuable. And 
it can be a way of being like, I am feeling so frustrated right now, right? With the fact that I didn't do this thing properly. Meeting yourself with compassion, saying it kind of, you know, giving your, naming that thought, giving yourself some distance from it. And then like, oh, moving it, right? Moving your body, moving your breath, moving the feeling. All of those three things can help to then limit or minimize or you know, be an antidote to the tension that those thoughts create in your body. So that's it. Little thoughts on self-critic and how we can meet it with more compassion and how that can have a huge impact on your physical body, not just your mind. All right. Let me know if this is helpful. I'd love to hear from you. You can come and find me over on Instagram. I'm at Erica Webb underscore self kind, or just come over to my website, ericaweb.com.au. And I would love to hear from you and any requests that you might have for future Tuesday tidbits or our regular long episodes on a Thursday. All right. Until next time, be kind to yourselves and I'll talk to you soon. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of Self Kind. If you loved it, why not share it? And while you're there, take the time to subscribe, rate and review the show. I'd love you to come hang out with me more too. You'll find me over on Instagram at Erica Webb underscore self kind. And you can sign up for my e-newsletter by heading to my website, ericaweb.com.au. While you're there, you can also read up more about the Self Kind Hub and other ways of working with me. Until next time, keep being kind to yourself. Bye.